Hello and welcome to ICI Digs Deep, sponsored by Martin Marietta. Today, Jim Wood discusses safety with Cheryl Weiser of Fox Contractors. She shares her career journey, lessons she's learned, and successful programs she's implemented at Fox. Hello, everybody. This is Jim Wood, the Director of Safety and Training with Indiana Constructors. I would like to welcome Cheryl Weiser, who is the Director of Safety and Risk Management with Fox Contractors. Cheryl, thanks for coming, and we're glad to have you as a guest. Well, thanks for inviting me, Jim. I've been looking forward to it. I know one thing that whenever I meet people within the safety profession or even outside of the safety profession, they always ask, you know, well, how did you get into safety? You know, how did you do that? What's your story? So, I've always kind of explained mine. So I'd be interested to hear, you know, how did you get into the safety profession? Well, I was working as an office manager for a mechanical contractor in Indianapolis. And, you know, we had gotten a job with Indiana State University, who at the time was about the only university in Indiana that issued um, safety degrees. And so, of course, one of their requirements was that the all contractors had to have a safety program, a written program. And at the time, this mechanical that I was working for, they were a small company and they tried to do things safely, but they didn't have a formal program. Mm-hmm. So when that request came in, they came into my office and said, you know what? You went to college. Here, read through this requirement and write it for us. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, OK, <laughs> I'll be up for the challenge. The more I got into it, the more I investigated or researched, the more I found that it was something I really, really liked and felt like it was something that I wanted to pursue further. Mm -hmm. I just kept taking classes and, you know, reading and trying to be a sponge and absorb as much as I could. In talking to everybody, you know, you get to have conversations with with other safety professionals and, you know, every profession has its own unique set of challenges and so does the safety profession. What would be one of your biggest challenges that you think or have felt that has maybe taught you one of your biggest lessons? Safety definitely has its challenges. You know, we deal with human beings. And so, you know, we have a lot of issues that we don't like to deal with, right? Like change is something that we all resist. But another thing that people resist is being flexible. Sometimes we get so set in our ways or our thought patterns that we don't want to change them. Mm -hmm. So, Construction as an industry has to be flexible because things are always making it change, right? Right. Whether it's weather, scheduling, production, GC requirements, in-dot requirements, you know, we're always having to be flexible and meet whatever requirements that we're given. Also, your day, you think, okay, I've got my days planned out. I'm going to do this, 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 and this over the next few weeks, right? But then all of a sudden, OSHA shows up on your job site, your day's completely changed, or, you know, maybe you've got to be at a construction site for a specific thing, or you may have to take an employee to a clinic. So I just think being able to kind of roll with it, I guess, Mm -hmm. and, and be flexible is a big item. I think you have to learn, adapt to, and be very, very comfortable with. Because you're not always going to accomplish what you think you're going to accomplish in a day. I also think that that's probably one of the reasons I like the best about my job is that the days are not boring. The conditions are constantly changing. And it's just an opportunity to do a multitude of different things. It's, It's definitely not a boring profession. I agree. You know, the projects are evolving every day. So nothing is staying the same. So the situation is always changing. That's the enjoyable part about it. And with that can also come new problems or new issues or new opportunities, however you want to look at it. 
And I tend to rely on the tradesmen a lot to teach me what they're doing. Obviously, I'm not a tradesperson. You know, I went to school to be a teacher and then I find myself in the construction safety industry, which, you know, is awesome, but I'm not a contractor. So I have to get it so that our relationships are simpatico, I guess, if you will, and that we are working together towards the same goal. So I like learning from my guys. And I always tell them, you know, you teach me, I'll teach you, and together we'll come up with a solution. Can you point to anything or something that you and the other people that you work with that maybe you've implemented that you feel has made a big impact on the safety program that might be a good idea to share for other people to consider? When I first started with Fox, you know, we tried to put our finger on what did we think was going to help us the most to, to get the most bang for our buck, so to speak. So we implemented what we call THAs. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people call them JHAs or JSAs, or but it's basically a task hazard analysis is what we started doing. You know, there was resistance that I met with in the beginning, but, you know, you educate people, you help them understand why the whys of what we're doing it. And then the what's in it for me situation, you know, to help them realize that by doing these THAs, we are pre-planning what's going to work, what isn't going to work, what tools do we need, what equipment do I need? You know, we're not waiting till the night before, but we're actually working things through and and planning that. And then the morning of the task, you communicate all that information with the crew. And then you also should ask for the crew's input because their perspective is just a little bit different maybe than what the foreman's is. So they may bring up something that the foreman neglected to realize, and then maybe that saved him an hour or two's worth of time. Oh, yeah. So once we help them understand that it can help with production by doing it, then they started to see the value of it. Oh, yeah. Now, we all typically either start a project or work on something expecting that uh, we anticipate is going to net a good result or a positive outcome. Have you ever done something within the safety program that got results that you didn't expect? Our return to work program is very, very strong. And I'm kind of proud of that because having a strong return to work program makes it better for the company, makes it better for the employees because now they're not relying on that workers comp 66 and two thirds of their pay if they're off work. And obviously, you know, the impact a lost time can have on your EMR can be detrimental. So we implemented a strong return to work. And I think we met with the same resistance that I'm sure many companies have met with. Oh, they're just going to sit on the job and get paid to do nothing, or they're just not contributing, but yet they're making their full pay. So we have worked really, really hard to educate our employees as to the reasonings behind a light duty program, you know, how it impacts the individual, how it impacts the person. We're very successful, I believe, at what we're doing we very seldom will have a lost time that is extensive. We may have a couple of days if somebody has surgery. Our injuries themselves have dropped. But what I hear guys telling me, actually, I just had a guy last week had had to have surgery on his knee. Mm -hmm. He's like, I want to come back to work. I don't want to sit home. I've told the doctor that, you know, you guys can meet whatever restrictions he gives me. And So I find now that our employees that are affected by return to work are actually now kind of doing part of my job because my job was always to speak to the doctors too Mm -hmm. and say, hey, got this available. What can we do to help? Right. Well, it's good. That's been a great surprise. Yeah, that is a good surprise. And like you said, when you're getting the people, uh, your staff, you know, when they're starting to buy into that, that's part of creating and strengthening the safety culture. Yeah, I absolutely agree.
A member of the S&P 500 Index, Martin Marietta is an American-based company and a leading supplier of building materials, including aggregates, cement, ready-mix concrete, and asphalt. An ICI member since 1972, Martin Marietta is dedicated to supplying the resources needed for building the solid foundations on which their communities thrive. To learn more, give them a call at 317-573-4460. You know, we all learn a lot of things along the way, sometimes by accident. (laughs) But what would you say is probably one of the most important things that you've learned during your safety career? And what are things like after the lesson that you learned? Well, I think, you know, the term safety cop gets thrown around a lot, right? Yes. And I think we all know what a safety cop is. They're very rigid and regulatory. And But being a safety cop won't allow you or your employees to be successful. Because again, it goes back to, it has to be a team effort. Right. And if you're the safety cop, there's no team there. It's just you trying to dictate whatever needs to happen. I've come to believe over my years of working in safety that it's really a servant position because we are there to help, you know, our employees, our company, and even our fellow safety professionals. Mm-hmm. It's a profession that I feel is meant to help others through education, through application, you know, of what we have learned. In order to do that, discipline isn't always going to be the one that works. I prefer that discipline is my last absolute resort. Right. You know, because that's just a negative and I don't think it ends well for anybody. I've also learned that safety is not proprietary. There's nothing that I do that I wouldn't be more than happy to share with somebody. Right. Because our goal by what we do is to keep our people safe. And how can we not want to help somebody else do that? So, you know, whether it's best practices or answering questions or helping somebody out when they've had a traumatic experience at work or whatever, we tend to work with each other towards that. It's kind of a close-knit group, you know, in Indiana, in construction anyway. I can't speak for general industry, but we really reach out to each other, ask questions, you know, because if I haven't experienced it, maybe Bob Montel has or Russell Randall with Milestone. And we do help each other. And that's a great comfort knowing you've got that support as well. Oh, yeah. That's probably the one of the first things that I picked up on in my, you know, joining Indiana Constructors and, and working with all of you is that there's no selfishness. It is very much, again, repeating what mm-hmm. we said. It's actually the safety professionals within the ICI group are uh, very much oriented toward teamwork. It's evident for me coming in being relatively new is that I saw it right off the bat the openness for everybody to work together to resolve an issue. Even though that you may, as companies, compete for various projects for the work, there's no no hesitation to support each other when it comes to safety. One of the best things I think we do is our ICI safety forums where we all sit around a table and we review whatever incidents or accidents we've had over the last quarter or two months, whatever the time frame happens to be. And we'll say, yep, that one's mine. We did that. And here's what we learned from that. So that's one of my favorite things that we do as a group. That's what I hear from everybody is it's just an opportunity for everybody. (laughs) Well, it's an opportunity for everybody to learn from everybody to say, hey, this occurred and either that particular person hasn't come up with a solution and other people in the group can offer the solution, as well as what I've seen come from the the safety forum is it's an opportunity for everybody in the group or the membership to network. And I think that strengthens what you and Bob and Russell and Tommy Blair and and many others, I I don't want to leave anybody out, but 
No one hesitates to pick up the phone and contact someone else when they have a question. Right. That's a huge strength of the group as well. It is. It definitely is. And I'm, I'm pretty happy with that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody has different experiences they can lend to the group. Yeah. Well, I've asked a lot of questions. Is there anything that uh, that I didn't ask that you'd like to discuss? Oh, well, I feel very um, fortunate to be in this industry. And sometimes you don't know if you're making that difference. You hope you are. And you're kind of putting your heart and soul into it. And you want to make a difference. But it's not like we can look at production and say, oh, yeah, we increased because we did this. Or we made a profit because we did this. You know, those profit and loss statements don't show anything really other than insurance rates, right? Right. So sometimes you never know what you've done. But one day I had an employee come up to me and just started talking to me about things we had been doing and the education process that we've been putting them through. And he started talking about how the philosophy and the activities in the field had changed over the years since I had come to Fox. And it made me because he said that previously crews might take chances or cut corners if they could get production done a little bit quicker or, you know, never really considering that it could lead to someone getting hurt. Right. Because I don't believe any construction worker goes out there intentionally to get anybody hurt. No. But he said that now the outlooks of our employees are different. You know, they think about it, they plan it out. Maybe that's part of the THA and they won't take those chances because they understand what the cost could be. And he told me, he said, you did that. And I said, I don't think I did it by myself. I think it was all of us together, you know, because I believe that I I don't think I can make a difference on my own, Mm -hmm. but everybody else makes that decision as well. So I thanked him for his vote of confidence. And and I wonder if he had any idea how much that statement really meant to me, because Mm -hmm. it really did, because that's why I do what I do. Educate people, get them making the right decisions for the right reasons and keeping our people safe. I agree. And I think that's a good reflection of the positive safety culture that you have at your organization. Yeah, I would agree with that. And we have a very good owner. Dallas Day is very supportive of the safety program and Mm -hmm. wanting to do the right thing. and, And that makes all the difference in the world as well. It does. It does. When you have the support of your leadership, that's huge. Yeah. It's amazing if you were to put pen to paper on how much our resources cost us when we do all that training we do from January to March. We put a lot of people through that. And I think one year we figured it up and we'd invested $110,000 just in safety training in about a two months period of time. You know, and I know Reith Riley does that, Milestone, Great X, you know, all those other companies commit to their employees as well. Yeah. So I'm pretty proud of the industry as a whole. I think we've come leaps and bounds ahead of where we were, say, 20 years ago, you know, maybe even 15 or 10. Who knows? But it just continues to improve. It does. As we evolve as professionals and become, like you said, you're more of helping them and becoming less of a safety cops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's teamwork all the way around. It really is. Well, Cheryl, I know that you're busy, so I really appreciate the time that you've taken out today to share your expertise with us and some of your thoughts. And, uh, and I certainly uh, appreciate your assistance and your support uh, within the ICI group of safety professionals. I want to thank you for that as well. Well, thank you, Jim. And I appreciate all the hard work you're doing for us to help us be successful. For sure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again to our guests, Cheryl Weiser and Jim Wood, as well as our sponsor, Martin Marietta. To get in touch with Martin Marietta, give them a call at 317 573 
1-800-273-4460. Join us every Friday during your morning commute to hear safety talks, member spotlights, and inside information about the infrastructure and transportation construction industry. This has been ICI Digs Deep. Let's break ground together. Together.